Hi, welcome to Tabletop Transmissions. I'm one of your hosts, Liz, and this is a podcast about being queer and tabletop role-playing. Joining me tonight are my two co-hosts. Hi, it's Cassie. And hello, it's Fran. So I'll be honest, that was a little bit more delayed than usual because (laughs) I almost went into my old phone greeting. (laughs) Well, okay. Okay, so I'm talking. I've got two monitors. It was just like my setup at Citibank. Oh, God. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yep. So I had a bit of a moment there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's been um, a few weeks since we last, a couple weeks since we last recorded Just uh, about. an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for the yep. irregular schedule, everyone. But um, as uh, as you all know, if you're listening uh, in sometime around the, the time these come out, everyone's on an irregular schedule right now. Mm-hmm. Um, shit's on fire, yo. Yeah, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's say at the uh, at the start here that um, although we're gonna be probably having a freewheeling discussion, things could get a little on the political side. So if you happen to be on uh, listening to this podcast and um don't don't actually believe that black lives matter and black trans lives matter and trans rights or human rights. Please stop listening to this podcast now and possibly never listen to us again. You're what we call bootlickers. <laughs> <laughs> you can come talk to me on, on Twitter and maybe we can work something out, but uh, I'm probably the only person in the group that has any patience for that. Uh, at this point. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to okay. say. You can contact me, and I'll actively mock you and probably call your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe mock her as well. Yeah, but no, in all seriousness, um, you know, uh, things are happening right now that um, some of which we can talk about and some of which we just can't because we when it comes right down to it, we're all trans. Yeah. Yeah. but we're still three white women and um, we are not spokespeople for people of color in any way. We, we can't be. So um, I, I mean, as much as I'd like to talk about things like minorities and gaming and things like that, we're not the proper people to speak about this. I think Liz has a few people she was going to recommend. Um, about yeah, I'm going to put I'm going to put that on a tweet. Um, here's the thing, folks. Go listen to people of color. Um, yep. just fucking go listen to them because they're gonna they're gonna tell you what's up, and we're gonna amplify their voices. And hey, um, if you wanna, if you're, uh, you know, if you're a reader, or if, it, or obviously if you're a gamer, uh, you know, play stuff written by people of color. I mean, you know, we can talk about Cyberpunk, um, which was, of course. Uh, originally oh, written yeah. and it's still now primarily written by people of color mm-hmm. um and you know i mean <clears throat> read fiction by them i just finally got the second uh broken earth book by nk jemison which i've been meaning to read forever um her work is amazing amazing science fiction absolutely incredible you know i mean don't just don't just um tweet about it 
um, go and read. And I mean, if you need to educate yourself, which you probably should read about that. Um, I don't think there's a good source for uh, minorities in role playing out there uh, as far as a book or anything. But um, yeah, I mean, please just don't uh, don't uh, don't ignore it. Don't ignore the problem. The systemic problem that we have in role playing is the systemic problem we have in everything. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, listening to black black folks in uh, role playing, uh, Mike Pond Smith earlier this week put out a really uh, a, a really detailed and well well written uh, statement about all of this that you can read on the Artelsorian Games website, which you should be able to Google up pretty easily. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been kind of a little all over the place um, uh, lately, I, or at least he's been quoted a little all over the place as far as um, probably because he is the most prominent um, uh-huh. black uh, game designer, I think, uh-huh. um, given that he's yep. been doing it since 1988. Can I ask a dumb yeah. question? Yeah. Sure. Where did the name for Art Hazelon come from? Ah. <clears throat> uh, it's uh it's this a, is a story. weird story. It's a weird story and I don't remember all the details right and if Mike ever hears this he's going to probably smack me one but basically they they needed somebody to sign the company paperwork and for for various reasons didn't want to uh put their own names on it so they basically had this uh orange farmer uh sort of own the corporation and they're like you know we'll we'll give you checks for the use of your name and everything and he was kind of like okay so you're gonna do something with dice i guess uh yeah sure whatever and yep named ross talsorian he's you you told you said the other day he's still alive isn't he um i believe so i I actually don't remember yes Uh, so so um, this uh, early 20-something, again, this early 20-something black guy and his friends uh, needed a front to get the money <laughs> to publish Cyberpunk. So, uh-huh. so, yeah, I mean, it was a different world then. I mean, you know, it was very yeah. difficult to publish indie games, but still. Uh-huh. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just listened to that and I feel exhausted. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Well, no, but I mean, realistically, remember it. The 80s were a completely different time. There was no public internet or minimal public internet. It's not like it was easy to self-publish or get the money. It wasn't easy to get the money yeah. for anyone mm-hmm. to um, to self-publish a game. Um, yeah. You had to, had any, to have it. Really? Yeah. I mean, the original, the original um, Cyberpunk was a box with a with a few cheaply printed pamphlets in it. Um, and, you know, so you had to pay for the printing, you had to pay for the binding, you had to pay for the box, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so it, it was not as easy to self-publish as it is today with um, places like Itch. But, um, yeah. but I, I guess still. that's true. I've never, like, okay. Like, so I played third edition, like, when I was in middle school and high school. But, like, when I was in college, ever since I was in college, PDFs, like, I could go to drive through, I could go to, you know, Indie Press. 
I go to itch. It, I it go is, to itch now. It is a different world. Like I just can't mm-hmm. imagine a world without like being able to find weird, obscure indie RPGs. <laughs> now, yeah. Now imagine having to hunt yeah. down a, a game store or a comic store or anything like that, which weren't, you know, I mean, it was much harder. I mean, I used to to get my, uh, if if I was going to get RPG stuff, there was a game store and there was a hobby store near me that was mainly crafts, um, you know, crafts and hobbies that had one shelf that had books on it. And some of those books were RPG books. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I just I just forget how different that was. I just remember mm-hmm. I remember when I bought you know where I bought my copy of the player's handbook? I, I do hmm. not. No. Borders. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. oh yeah. Oh when that when when bookstores started carrying RPG books, it was, it was like amazing. <gasps> Walden books oh. getting Walden books mm-hmm. getting RPG books and graphic novels in was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I remember buying the original four um ElfQuest books, the ones that Wendy hand colored. Um mm-hmm. in 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 Walden books. And it was like because there were very, very few graphic novels in Walden books at that in, in bookstores at that point. The the, the um the ElfQuest books and a few others, um uh this the Donning Starblaze books, they were that was a mm-hmm. attempt yep. to see how comics would do in these formats in bookstores and um yeah yeah anyway i still have a load of those but oh you and me both i have uh uh i have the both buck books i have um uh all the elf quest books i have i don't have the dis- the original uh distant soil uh starblaze p- mm. printing uh somewhere yeah. i have myth adventures <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway Anyway, so so yes, so I mean, it was a lot harder to get stuff published just in general, and that was a major publisher pushing something into bookstores. Really? Um, yeah, Donning was a major, major trade publisher. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we you had to find what you can, and by the time we hit the '90s, it was getting a little easier because gaming stores were getting a little more prevalent, and a lot of comic stores were earning were uh, using getting game stuff and supplementing the comics with it, but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's nothing like it is today. It's nothing like it is today. It's I mean the same thing with comics. I mean you know web comics revolutionized everything too. Anyone can can put a comic up. No. Yeah. So I don't remember how we got on this topic. <laughs> uh, I asked how Art Hazelon got its name. Oh yes. Or Telsorian. I'm Telsorian. sorry, I always say it wrong. Anyway, oh, anyway, mm-hmm. so br- bringing it all, all back, yes, um, <laughs> black lives fucking matter. I think I can say fucking on this podcast. Um, black trans lives, fuck, black trans lives mm-hmm. fucking matter. And there, there were horrible murders just last weekend of two yeah. beautiful black trans women. Uh, and in, and it's just, it's, it's horrible. And if you, if you, believe that or if you don't realize that the whole thing around black lives matter is black lives matter and you know i mean it's not dig- <clears throat> denigrate anyone else's life 
which I think, I mean, this all lives matter bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't agree with that, then I, I don't know as I want you listening to my podcast. And I know that might cost us a listener or two, but I mean, I hope that you all feel the same. Yeah. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. if they don't think black lives matter. I don't fucking want them. So. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. Um, and we're not even going to go into the, the, the Trump, uh, new, the Trump thing about, uh, uh, that we can be discriminated against by healthcare professionals now, but mm-hmm. that's anyway. Let's well, go talk about we can be games. legally <laughs> discriminated against by yes. healthcare. Yes, folks. yes. So actually, so while we're still on the topic of Black Lives Matter, there is yeah. something I do want to bring up. Okay. Uh, have you all seen the Black Lives Matter indie game bundle on um uh, I, on itch? I have. Oh, is this I, that monster one? I yeah. have. I, if 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 I played if I played video games, I would be all over that because it is amazing, and they have it's raised... not just video games; it's some cool tabletop stuff too. Really? Yeah. Like there is there's one that I really want um, called For Honor. I think I've heard of that. Uh, you might guess what this is sort of a um, sort of based off of. It's you know, like how do how to run a Shira tabletop game? Yeah, you, oh, you know, right? Yeah, you know, um, it's it's a good point to, to it's a good t- time to point out that Drive Through also has some Black Lives Matter, um, specifically tabletop bundles. Hmm. I did um, see that, and there's yep. there, yeah, there's some there's some. First of all, there's some great stuff in there, mm-hmm. uh, and then. Uh, and it's by black creators uh, or yeah. creators of people of color creators. I don't know if they're all black. I don't know, you know, et cetera. But um, so that is also available. I was thinking about that. But um, the itch thing is raised over seven million dollars. Wow. No kidding. That is no so kidding. awesome. <sighs> yeah. It's and, the bundle and, for racial justice and equality. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, five bucks. It's got. Every, it's got what is it sixteen over sixteen hundred uh, one yeah mm-hmm. over sixteen hundred games yeah something like that um but again the, the ones on I mean the ones on drive through are much uh much smaller obviously but they might be more tilted towards our specific uh <laughs> our specific I, area with tabletop games I know one of them has the amazing uh, Eclipse Phase Second Edition. Mm. Mm. So if you want a game about hacking your body into being what exactly you want and fighting against uh, the existential threat of um, uh, alien AI, amongst other things, go check that <laughs> one out. I'm a big yeah. fan. And, and, and uh, the, the folks at Eclipse Space Studios, I got to meet back in 2014 Oh, wow. They're all pretty. They're all really dope, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, like they support trans folks. So yeah, mm. cool. Oh, and in in a slightly related uh, note, um, I want to I want to con- tell everyone because this is this is fantastic news that it looks like um, OrcaCon in uh, Bellevue, Washington, will be on in January. Um, they just uh, finally are talking about releasing hotel information, and um, if you look at the, I mean, and they're they're intentional 
and even before the Black Lives Matter thing, because they uh, everything erupted, uh, because they have been um, they have been trying to do this intentionally. Every single um, major guest that they have listed on their website is coming in um, in 2021 is black, black game designers, black mm-hmm. artists, black. Um, I don't know what you call it. Not celebrity players, but mm-hmm. people who have a lot of experience. Community for, figures, let's community say. figures. There we go. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I mean, um, it's orcacon.com, I think. Um, and um, definitely take a look at that. That's going to be in January uh, in uh, 2021. And uh, I'll be there and Fran will be there. And I hope Liz will be there, too. We are so mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Unfortunately, because we have to be very cognizant of of what um, mm. of of what I am exposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just have to see how things are looking with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, like, we, even if we have to pay more for a hotel or like like get a hotel that's a little further away. If yeah. we can go, we'll go. If not, we will we will miss it, but we will be happy to hear hear about uh-huh. it. Okay, and yeah. and I'll just in that case, Fran, I'll just bunk with you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get it sorted. Yep, yep, yep. So we'll see. Uh, but at any rate, I wanted to put that throw that out there because it is a fantastic gaming convention. Yep. that is. Um, incredibly inclusive to minorities of all kinds and uh, yeah. um and yeah oh and speaking of conventions speaking of conventions um there was a virtual convention this weekend that mm. uh mostly fran took part in but i i did play a game in it so fran you want to talk about that uh yeah onyx path held its first uh, held its first we hope first and not you know only but uh gaming convention online this weekend and uh there were a bunch of ex uh ex uh exhibition exhibition thank you there we are i was i I was hung up on exposition because i'm a fucking writer (laughs) and uh um but uh they we we did a bunch of exhibition games um uh, my wife Sarah and I played in one on Friday night that was funny as hell. Uh, called uh, what was it? Tears from Olympus, I think. Oh, huh. Tears from Mount Nimble. Tears from Mount Nimble. That's right. Um, it was uh, set in the Scarred Lands uh, in Shelzar, and it was just hilarious as anything. Mm. Um, I, 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 I think alternate title for it should be Achilles Eleven. Um, (laughs) which means nothing to anyone who's listening to this probably but is very funny (laughs) yeah exactly um but yeah if you're if you're into scarlands it's hilarious um but but yeah no it 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 was an amazing it's it's a great introduction to the scarlands it's a fantastic introduction to shelzar and uh the the players had so much fun that we're thinking about basically we're we're sort of glomming into each other and like we should do something else because that was really awesome um uh so that was on friday night and they've had uh panels all weekend um and 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 the cool thing is this was thrown together in like what two and a half weeks something like that (laughs) something ridiculously short like that yeah Yeah, it was it was entirely free Mm -hmm. uh 
Um, I played in a game yesterday that I almost didn't play in because it was thrown together in less than two in less than three <laughs> weeks, and uh, yeah. their system screwed up and didn't reserve a spot for me that they were supposed to, but someone dropped out. Um, I played in a game of Cavaliers of Mars, which I have wanted uh, to try. I really wanted to, to uh, back it on Kickstarter, but it was at a point where I couldn't. Um, I I have been a huge Sword and Planet fan. Um, I don't know if y'all know what Sword and Planet is, but oh. it's like, uh, oh, I uh, you want to talk about you want to you want to talk Sword and Planet? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I'm a huge Lee Brackett fan. I really I love Edgar Rice Burroughs as problematic, as insanely problematic as he is. Um, oh. You know, I, uh, uh, Catherine Moore. You know, all all that stuff, and um, so Cavaliers of Mars is. Uh, is a game that was like I was. I remember telling Fran a few years ago. I want to. Ha- I want mm-hmm. to find a Sword and Planet game. Yeah. Maybe I need to write a Sword and Planet game because it's not out there. I really want to. F- this is a Sword and Planet game. Um, it's more Burrows than it is Bracket. Um, if that mm-hmm. means anything to people. Uh, in, in that it's the it's you know the the last days of old Mars instead of being you know a um, solar system game with that includes humans. Um, so you're, it's all Martian. Um, so, and, and it's simple and, uh, I really enjoyed it and I can understand some of the criticisms, but uh, they worked huh. for me. Um, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Well, you were going to say something. So I was going to say Liz? that sounds really dope. Um, I, I am, I have been, I'm glad to hear you enjoyed it. Cause I have been, I have been forever considering picking up um cavaliers of mars so i think that's that's probably going to be one of my next yeah uh, I mean, book. Mm. i could also recommend um for for um swords and planets is um um uh the purple planet box set from um goodman games okay hmm. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on. Uh, I'm gonna vamp for a second while I look it up. Um, <laughs> well, I, I can, I can talk while you're looking it up. I, I have, yeah. I mean, because uh, one of, one of the criticisms that I've read since, because you know, uh, this was just one game, and I went looking for stuff, um, is that the combat system is completely separate from the rest of the system. Doesn't have anything to do with stats. Doesn't have anything to do with anything. Mm. And oh, wild. Yeah, that that is an issue in that you know it you don't have anything directly to do your car- your car- um, class and stuff doesn't have anything directly to do with the specifics of combat, but <sighs> essentially what that means is it's entirely role playing. That is entirely role playing. Oh wow! Because you know you think about you know what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What will my character do? And it's not bound by um, you have this skill in sword, you know, you have this skill in knife. It's what's on my character sheet. What does my character t- character want to do? Oh, look, mm-hmm. I, I have hit that person. Not I have a parry die, so mm-hmm. I have hit him. How am I going to hit him? And and uh, one of the other interesting things is, generally speaking, the way the game works is um, the game master describes successes. And you describe failures. I like mm. that. Yeah, that yeah. sounds really dope. And, 
and it has drama it has quote drama dice unquote where you get you get three to start with and you can spend it to um in, to add something uh to the uh to to the game like um someone was talking about how are we gonna get up there well if i spend a drama die can we say there's a there there's a gondola that can um that where the the um because telekinesis exists in the world can we say there's a mm. telekinetic gon- gondolier who can lift the gondola up so we can get there I'll spend a drama die <laughs> mm. you know i mean it, it it's really fun i can understand some mm-hmm. of the criticisms because it is uh, the combat system does not you do not take it it doesn't derive from yours at all mm-hmm. um it it is random you mm-hmm. you can you can roll a certain amount of dice, um, all de- um for combat, and um, there's you can either do st- um, strikes, parries, or stunts, mm-hmm. and and basically strikes are strikes and stunts are where you are in initiative, and parries are your defense, and you mm. get to choose how many of which. Di- uh, you roll up to a certain amount. Like if your speed is three, you roll three dice. That kind mm. of thing. So okay. I mean, it it look, looks really cool and really simple. I would imagine most of the book is character creation and and setting. Um, apparently, the first printing of the book did have some misprints, hmm. but um, but yeah, it looks really cool. Anyway, did I vamp enough for, for you? You did. You did. Hey. So um, what I found, so it's, so it's Peril on the Purple Planet. So it's not Mars. It's like, it, it, mm. it's whatever you want it to be. So I'll read, I'll read the little description for you. The Purple Planet, where the tribes of man-beasts wage an endless war beneath a dying sun. <laughs> where mighty death orbs rule the waste. Buffaled winds whistle through ancient crypts, and forests of fungi flourish in the uh, weirding light, where ancient technologies offer life or a quick death. Um, Bereft of patron, friend, or god, your survival depends on quick wits and a strong blade. Will you and your companions stand as conquerors atop this alien land, or will you fall beneath the blast of an ink-black death ray? Just <laughs> another corpse left to litter the wastes of the purple planet. Oh my god. Wow. This sounds awesome. <laughs> somebody somebody smoked a really good thesaurus before writing that. Oh my god. That's <laughs> that that that's that's Brackett-esque. I, mm-hmm. I love Lee Brackett's yeah. work. Her work mm-hmm. her work gives me, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. good feeling. And that that sound her kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, this is this is for one of my favorite systems, Dungeon Crawl Classics. Oh, mm. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, you got <laughs> so excited! I haven't had good no. luck with DCC. I'm sorry. I I I understand the appeal of DCC. Uh, I I had kind of a. I mean, I've admittedly, had, it might have been the game we were in. It might very well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, I'd be interested. 
this this sounds like a book I would sort of have to pick up and heft and read in the bathroom for a bit and be like, hmm, hmm okay. It's a um, box set. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Anyway, mm. maybe maybe one of these days I'll run it for y'all. Put it on the list. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, but anyway, um, yeah. So I'm really excited. I wanted to do that, but honestly, I I I really wanted to play in some of the Chronicle of Darkness stuff, but I understand that that felt that filled up so fast. Oh yeah. my God! All of it was filled up before. I mean, I don't. I I did not immediately jump on it. And all the Pugmire games were filled. Both yeah. both the Pugmire games were filled. Um, and um, the Scarred Lands game, the only one that was open was, uh, when, I, when I looked, was uh, Fran and Sarah's um, <laughs> Sunday game, which I've mm-hmm. already played because I playtested yeah. the dang module. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I was thrilled to... to mm-hmm to do the cabin the, the problem that i had with the convention the only problem i had with the convention was everything on the website was listed it specific it said it but everything mm-hmm. on the website was listed in east coast time i wish they mm-hmm. had done um you know eight o'clock slash five o'clock or something like that because i actually missed the one mm-hmm. panel i really wanted to go to because i thought it was on later because my mm-hmm. brain said two but of yeah. course, that was the East Coast time, so it was on at eleven. Mm-hmm. So when I looked at twelve, <laughs> yep, yeah, they had a they had a um um a consent and safety and horrors games panel mm-hmm. uh, that I thought you know that I was really interested in seeing. Although I'm not a World of Darkness person, mm-hmm. um, I would assume that uh, I'm sure it applies more broadly. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I mean, World of well, Darkness, World of Darkness is its own special can of, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> um, I mean, there have been some awful World of Darkness books. Like, so like, mm-hmm. like, like you just read the title and you're like, oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, to be fair, I think most systems have that one awful one or two awful books like i know cyberpunk did yeah Um, thankfully as far as i know just one for cyberpunk yeah yeah but a lot of people uh bring that up whenever Mm -hmm. you talk about the cyberpunk game Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean which out of curiosity, I built the city wa- I designed the city walls but do they call me your shock the city wall designer (laughs) <laughs> uh um it was uh the u.s it was was it 2020 or 2030 uh, i think it was 2020. 2020 yeah it was the it's u.s book yeah it was the u.s book who which land was of the free i think yeah which was not written by mike pondsmith and really really skirted a lot of lines mm-hmm. if not outright leapt them um it was put out at a time where our Tal w- was just riding the 2020 train and, mm-hmm. you know, it was, I mean, it was that period. It was that period where TSR overextended itself with, uh, yeah. 
ridiculous amounts of a novel every month and things like that. Um, the books were a little bit out ahead of the ability for everybody to oversee them properly. Yes. And well, I mean, basically we're making money. Let's put a lot of books out. And this book was, I mean, it skirted a lot of, believe it or not, racist lines. It skirted some homophobic lines. Um, it was, it was a bad book. What can I say? I was gonna say for War, I I I I'm the first one, but I am a fan of the War of Darkness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. The two that come to mind, first of all, are Clam Book, Malkavian, Malkavians mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. For those yeah. that don't know what a Malkavian is, in Vampire the Masquerade, Malkavians are one of the vampire clans. Their kind of shtick is that they are mad. Like, like, mm-hmm. but like they see the world in a different way. Like, like I think you can. I, I've, I've never seen a Malkavian done well. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I mean, this, this is a, this is a thing. I mean, so often, and I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use a. Uh, it's not quite a slur, but it's, it's, it's. Yeah, they're portrayed as being cuckoo banana pants. Mm-hmm. Well, well, the term the term I've always heard is fish milk. Fish milk. So mm-hmm. yeah, like so it's like it's like um, yeah, you're. It's it's like the Malkavian is just like zany, wacky, kind of kind of kind of weird. It's like it's like oh, I have a fish. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm so crazy. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's like it's not a good job of portraying mental illness. Nope. I it's it no. It's um so yeah, I tend not to do much with them because eh, reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the yeah. other one, which I wanna see, I'm gonna tell you the title, and I wanna guess, I see if you can all guess. What the problem with this book is. <laughs> okay. Um, I am going to be using a slur. I'm sorry. It's in the title of the book. Mm-hmm. World of Darkness Gypsies. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, right away. Right yeah. there. That, yeah. No, you, yeah, mm-hmm. you, yeah. That's the joke. I yeah, mean, exactly. I mean, you know, it's. I mean, we're playing in a Ravenloft campaign and already. That's a little. Um, what are they called in Ravenloft now? Um, oh, are you talking about the? Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, the Visanti. Yeah, the yeah. Visanti. Yes, and and that's still, you know, I mean, it's going back to the old, um, the old uh, '40s movies thing, and and mm-hmm. the, the you know the old. Uh, I don't want to use the word. Well, the, the but, well, yeah. Roma. Gyp- mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Yeah. The old gypsies curse thing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and it's been, it's baked into the setting because it's been part of the setting since the original Ravenloft module in 19, was it 87? Well, I mean, yeah. even since Dracula. Yeah. Well, yes, that, that as well. And mm-hmm. well, that's what it's playing off of. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just—I I don't know. I mean, I'd say that the current stuff does a 
decent job of trying to get away from the from the stereotyping and stuff mm-hmm. but oh i don't know well and it it kind of helps that um nobody in ravenloft is the good version of anybody <laughs> you know uh. the, the 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 heroes who are in Ravenloft are the heroes who came to Ravenloft and eventually yeah. it drove them nuts and they they started drinking and and uh, you know and and started going yeah, well you know the the ends justify the means and so uh, babies on spikes <laughs> so Fran Fran but but none of that is um, yeah is about an ethnic group of people mm-hmm. who this is true. You know, I mean, it's, 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 we can, mm-hmm. let me, okay, we can justify it till the sun go, mm-hmm. come, till the yeah. cows come home, as they mm-hmm. say, till the sun yeah. goes down, which is oh, quite no, late not... in, in where Fran and I are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would imagine right. it's a severe problem in the World of Darkness book. <laughs> it, yeah. Um, like, I think, I, I think at one point White Wolf even apologized. Mm. Wow. Um, but anyway, yeah, like it's I I and here's the like, like kind of like what I the way what I look at like it's not hard to look at what you're working on and and, and take a critical eye to it and say, mm-hmm. hey, is this is this fucked up? Mm-hmm. Like okay, like there's a there's a podcast I listen to called Yo Is This Racist? <laughs> 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 Have either of you heard this? No. no, that sounds beautiful though. Um, I I forget the other host, but I always remember I always remember the one host because she plays in a band and I really like I really like her band. Mm. Uh, Tawny Newsom. Oh. Mm. Okay, uh, that yeah, I know that name. Yeah, she does like she does stand up. She does music. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew, I think the guy's name is Andrew. I don't remember his last name. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so like so it's like. Like he's Asian, she's black, and and they and they always have a guest with them, and they answer viewer calls on yo, is this racist? <laughs> um, so it's like, like I always try to think of, I I always try to do the um, the test in my head. Mm-hmm. It's like the the yo, is this racist? I say I, I say that to myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and like. I don't know. Just, just look at, just look at it. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe I, I think I'm, I think I'm getting myself worked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, but it's like it's. I don't. This is. Yeah, this I is mean, just a, this is just a, a big f- rant of mine. It's like it's oh, not yeah. hard to be introspective. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a floor. There's a freaking floor. <laughs> You know, it's not hard to rise off the floor. (laughs) And 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 again, there's this thing that, you know, it's it's not exactly a new idea, but it's definitely taken on a new provenance of sensitivity readers of getting someone who knows so that they can be like, oh, yeah, this here, that's a dog whistle. Mm. I beg your pardon. Oh yeah, because something something children's candy, yada yada yada, um, you know, 4chan, blah 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 blah, you know, angry police riot. Oh yeah, okay, I'm not putting that in the game anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like um 
I got I got <laughs> I, I got into an argument. I shouldn't have done this, but I got into an <laughs> argument on Twitter. Of course you did. <laughs> of course I did. I am mm-hmm. I am getting better about it. But about sensitive sensitivity readers, it was like uh, someone I follow has been going back like each day, just pulling a book at random from their shelf, like a classic RPG book, and doing a review of it. Mm-hmm. And one was um, it wasn't Oriental Adventures, mm-hmm. but it was like that level of of um, kind of cringe. Yeah, of like said what now? <laughs> and like like. I looked. I looked at the authors up. Clearly, two two white guys. And I and I made the comment. I was like, "Wow, this is clearly before the idea of sensitivity readership, mm-hmm. or yeah, even just maybe maybe white people shouldn't shouldn't fetishize the culture." <laughs> um, like I don't know. Like it's so, and like and so someone. Someone said, "Well, SJWs like you are ruining RPGs." Oh God! Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's oh. that's where you that's where you just block and move on, or I, just you reply to everything they say with "moo ha ha ha," which is another. <laughs> and there ain't nothing I, you can do about it, Whitey. <laughs> I think I said something about my well. It's like, well, what, what, you know, I'm gonna buy RPGs. What do you think I'm gonna spend my Soros check money on? <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, or oh if you God. don't like it, you should write your own. Oh, <laughs> oh. God. oh, oh, yeah. oh, that Soros thing gets me into the get just. Oh yeah. Because I, I, because I, no, I should be getting so much money from George Soros. I no. should be getting so much. In fact, I should be I should be secretly running our local government thanks to George Soros money, yeah. according to a lot of people. So <sighs> anyway, uh, that's probably getting into an area that we probably shouldn't get into. Mm-hmm. We can we can we can do a Liz and Kathy sit down to explore mm-hmm. anti Semitic conspiracy theories. <laughs> God. Oh, I'd rather not. Fair. Okay. Dumbness is very loud. Um, so anyway, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, um, as for Oriental Adventures, I will admit that I have a character that is an Oriental Adventures character that I've been playing for many years, but I fully recognize the significant problematic nature of that book, which is almost baffling if you don't remember the 80s and the 90s, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, there was the... But then again, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are kind of baffling when you get right down to it. Uh, it there's there's this weird thing that I think happens in culture a lot, which is um, white culture comes along and latches onto Thing. And the people who like Thing look around and go, hey, hey, they're talking about us. And you get really excited. And then it all moves on past you and your stuff is gone. And you're like, but, but, but we 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 made that. Uh, you you just took it. So. Well, I mean, I don't I don't think it's that simple. But no, uh, it's not that simple. I'm just saying. I mean, a lo- but I mean, it's it's worth noting that a lot of the um, 
it's worth noting that a lot of stuff is actually grounded with the both Japanese and Chinese appropriations in science fiction and mm. whatnot, especially in the eighties. There's a lot of yellow of inherent yellow peril. Oh yeah. And this is a complex this is a complex issue, but I mean if you look have, at Blade Runner, you... for example, um, which is very different than than the book. Um mm-hmm. there's definitely uh Japanese culture will become predominant because mm-hmm. um I'm sorry, go ahead, Liz. Well, I was gonna say, like, have you ever read the book Snow Crash? I could mm. never get into the book Snow Crash. I basically I don't know what happened. A friend of mine was like, this is the best book ever and gave it to me. And I read like 20 pages and gave it back to her and said, I can't, I can't read this. It's, it's, it's a special kind of fucked up. Um, but it's exactly what you're describing. Um, I mean, I mean, hell I, I, my, my favorite game, my, one of my favorite games after call of Cthulhu shadow run. Oh yeah. I mean, Mm. it's yeah. Well, I mean, Cyberpunk did it, too, because yeah. it was a huge mm. part of Cyberpunk. It was a huge part of cyber, of, of 80s Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, the, the movie Blade Runner did it. Um, and so that's one thing. And the other thing is um, exoticism, which is what I think Oriental Adventures is. Mm-hmm. Oriental Adventures, because remember that Dungeons & Dragons was originally, a, I mean, it grew out of war games. And Oriental Adventures is, let's get some samurai in there. The problem is yep. that not only did were white people writing it, and not only did they do it with... They did crap tons of research, but then they basically shoved everything together into one category because they're in their fantasy world. So this is the fantasy orient. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, by the way, I, I've got I've got to pass on what uh, what a friend of ours says. Uh, our friend Curtis says, "Oriental is not a people; it is a rug." And I've always loved that. <laughs> Have you never heard him say that? Um, I, it, it's possible, but yeah. regardless, I'm still laughing because that's still very awesome and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a very Western centric term. Uh-huh. Um. Don't get me started on Occidental. Um, and uh-huh. <laughs> and um, I mean, that's the main problem with Oriental Adventures is, is that it's not that kind of, of appropriation. It's an it's it's an othering, an exotics, an exoticism kind of appropriation. Um, and it's stereotyping in that it is taking the largest continent in the world uh, with many, many, many diverse cultures uh-huh. and mushing them into basically Japan and some Chinese stuff and that's it. Yeah. Um I think a version of Oriental Adventures with a different title today by actual Asian authors maybe, you know, um could could be interesting. But again, it would be difficult to play. Wow, I've really just gone off. I'm so sorry. No, that's no, fun. no, it's good. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. We were not going to talk about a lot of this stuff because we're like, "Whoa, we're white. We shouldn't talk about." It. And then here we are. Well, because we're because God damn it, 
our friends are involved in this. Yeah. I, you know, I, the, as, as I've said elsewhere, um, the, the guy who got me to unclench my, 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 my terribly clenched everything in college was a black guy. The guy that got me into cyberpunk was a black guy. The guy that wrote cyberpunk who created the the world that i basically lived in for a decade um and and still love to go back to is a black guy who goes through all of this crap mm. and and uh, you know and i can count i can count many other people who are my beloved fellow fans and fellow creators and who suffer through all of this crap and it matters to me and they matter to me and well, that's so the, i mean that's the whole that's the whole point of trying to be an ally because yeah. these people matter for yeah. christ's sake mm-hmm. um and um yeah 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 I hope we can so, get wood trout here. Again. I think I think we I think we've hit on some good stuff. So, moving away. Oh gosh. <laughs> what are you, what are you into this? What what's kind of been your bright spot this week? What what's been helping you get through? See, I had a list that I was keeping mentally for a while because it has <laughs> been a few weeks and I've forgotten some of the list. So, let me talk about a few things. Um one of them is there is a show on Netflix um, and it's not the one you think I'm going to say first off um, that Allie, my, my girlfriend got me to uh, try called the hollow, mm-hmm. which um, I've only seen the first season because I watched the first season to catch up. And then she and I are supposed to watch the second season together, but it mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet, um, which uh, I don't want to say too much about it because mm-hmm. I don't want to give anything away. It is a, it is an animated program. It is a cartoon. Um, the character design, I thought after seeing stills would be very off putting for me, but you wind up just losing that, um, after, after a little, just by the end of the first episode, you're not even thinking about that. Um, it is, I pretty much figured out what was going on. But um, I don't know if it would be as obvious to everyone, but it is an interest. Basically, three teenagers wake up in an empty room with no memory of who they are or how they got there. And they have to figure out a way out of the room and they have to figure out a way of trying to find out what's going on. And that's that's how it opens. You know, I've seen that, and that looks really cool. I think, I think I'm gonna have to give that a watch. Yeah, I would. I, you really should. You I really I, should. I second. Um, I I watched it a good while back, and uh, have you seen the second season, friend? We, that's we have. Yeah. Okay. Sarah and I, I I watched the first one, and I was like, "Hun, I think you ought to see this. It's it's weird." And she was like, "Weird isn't necessarily a oh, that is good." Yeah. So. Yeah, we 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 jumped in with both feet and and definitely really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth it. Um, another thing I watched, uh, I have three things to talk about. Another thing that I watched uh, was um, another Netflix uh, series called Space Force, 
which uh, stars, um, um, oh my God, I'm blocking in his name, uh, Michael Scott. Um, the, oh, God. Now you've got guy, me blocking on his the name. The guy from The Office. I keep wanting to say Michael Sarah, but I know that's no, not right. No, no, it's and not, now I'm blocking on the name. <sighs> Jesus. Anyway, it stars him and John Malkovich and oh. some other really fun people. And yes, it is about the setting up of the Space Force. Um, they never mention that man, that orange man by name. He is alluded to as the president and it is hilarious. Uh, it is not necessarily always a funny ha-ha show, and I wasn't sure I was going to like it, but I came out of it really, really liking it and hoping there is, in fact, a season two. Um, and I'm still blocking. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, You'll get there. Yeah. Did you, have an, did you have another one, or is that it? Yes, I did. And the, other, the last one is the one you expected me to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but hang on. Yeah. Uh, just trying to look up his name. <laughs> Steve Carell. There we oh. are. Okay. Uh, anyway, so my final one is one a show that people really seem to be sleeping on, and I do not know why. Um, it has a predominant, it's, it's also an animated show. It has a predominantly, uh, people of color cast. It has a uh, queer rep- representation that is, that feels organic. Um, it has, um, a fantastic soundtrack and it has an outstanding story. There are two seasons, 20 episodes so far. Season two dropped on Friday and it is called Kipo and the age of wonder beasts uh yep. we have mentioned it before we've mentioned yep. it before season two dropped on friday i finished watching it today which is a sun which is sunday um i just had to zoom through it and it is ridiculous and it's not like heavy it, a lot of it's very silly but yep. in a way that really 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 works um, I don't want again. I don't want to say too much about it because I want, I want people to experience it for themselves. But it is also on Netflix. It is very, very, very much worth it. Um, I mean, it's just really, really good. And you know, I mean, uh, uh, the main character is is a girl, a uh, strong, independent girl. There are several other strong, independent women in in the thing. They're almost all, like I said, they're almost all people of color. It's, you know, it's, I just don't understand why people are sleeping on this. I mean, I, I know that She-Ra, which was incredible, has mm-hmm. the name recognition. But um, but I cannot wait for season three of Kipo. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, no, I've um, Kipo. I have been told I need to watch it. So I am. That's kind of been my my just chill show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kipo is so good. It is. Yeah. And it just gets better and better. I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah. Fran? Yeah, definitely. Fran, what have you been into? Oh, man. Uh, Well, let's see. I I finished playing Far Cry 4. 
um, which ends in a bizarrely satisfying fashion. I'll just uh, I'll just say that without too many spoilers. It's uh, and uh, uh, really enjoyed that. I'm I'm currently playing Far Cry Five, and it's creeping me the living hell out. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Far Cry 5, for those not familiar, um, continues the ever-popular Far Cry. You are trapped in place with religious nutbag X, who is also Nazi crazy asshole X. And your job is to reconquer territory from him and shoot up his his um, hench people until you can get him in your sights and actually end him, usually with weird mysticism and a lot of drug abuse along the way. Um, okay. uh, this one takes place in Montana and the bad guy is white and he's crazy and his followers are white and they're crazy too and they think they're helping Jesus and that's really crazy um, and I'm finding it I, I'm uncomfortable with how satisfying it is to to run around shooting these guys up at the moment. Um, I'll I'll put it that way. So that's not exactly a recommendation. That's more of a you know what you up to. For recommendations, um, this is going to be really weird. But uh, last week or so, Sarah and I rewatched all of Avatar: The Last Airbender because uh, it was on Netflix and we needed to. Um, and it's it was just amazing. And this week we have dug out the Blu-rays for um, uh, for Legend of Korra, and I just can't get over again how spectacular the show is, how beautifully written, how well developed, how wonderfully timed, how gorgeously animated, how nicely thought out. And, um, and as I understand things, um, Nickelodeon was hamspring, handspringing it, um, hamstringing, hamstringing it, it. Yeah. yeah, hamstringing mm-hmm. it every inch of the way. Oh too. yeah, no, and the and the the creators were just cramming in stuff hand over foot, like you know, okay, well, let's see, they can't ban all of it. <laughs> um, it's it's just marvelous, and uh, the. I keep thinking there's got to be at least one white character in it. No, no, nobody's white. There's some people who are lighter in skin color, but everybody is Asian or um, First Nations or or some other ethnicity. There are no white people. Um, so that said, there are a lot of white acting people. Mm. Um, but, you know, that's... the. the everybody's got their group of asshats um mm-hmm. the the villains are complex the heroes are complex the heroes are wildly imperfect even when they're they're doing the right things they're often doing it for the wrong reason um and uh it's it's just so spectacular and for, so beautiful for our listeners do you know if Cora is streaming anywhere it Cora, is it, oh, go ahead I was gonna say it's on, I think I it used to be on Amazon Prime. I think it still is. Uh, it's available on Amazon. It is no longer on Prime. You have to actually pay for it now. Oh. But it is. <clears throat> um, the Blu-rays are are 
are pretty awesome. Uh, they come with a bunch of commentaries and animatics that we haven't even delved into right now. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm really enjoying that. Cool. And Liz, yeah. what are you what you up to for the past? So, few weeks? Uh, I'm going to be a little self-serving. Go for it. Um, I have been streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is I, true. I generally stream. I've been streaming a lot. I've been playing. Um, I've been streaming on Twitch, playing Dragon Age Origins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. So if folks want to come watch me, it's the same as my Twitter handle, little underscore Lizzie 22. My past videos are there. They're generally not more than an hour or two long, and you can always play them at half speed or fast forward. Do whatever you want. You know, don't watch. It's okay. I don't mind. Um, but what kind of I'm digging. So a while back, um, the San Genero co-op, uh, are, you, are you all familiar with that? Nope. Not by name. It's um, it's the gaming company that Olivia Hill runs. Oh, okay. All right. I know. I, think, I know that that name. <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, they do. Um, in addition to some their standalone games, they do. Um, uh, every couple of months, they do a a short a, vo- a volume of short games. Hmm. Uh, it's called the San Genero Co-op Digest. Okay. Cool. Uh, they had all four of the ones that are out now for twenty bucks, and proceeds go mm-hmm. to um, uh, to uh, Minneapolis Bail Fund. Oh, nice! Hmm. So yeah, I was like, oh, well, I've been meaning to pick these up. This is a good cause. Here we go. So um, I have been reading through them, and my favorite my favorite game in there so far it is in volume two. It is called Unlife in the Shadows. Hmm. Okay. It's basically what we do in the shadows, the role-playing game. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay. So, like, there are four types of vampires you can play. Uh, you can play as... Hang on. I was going to say, and they're all Malkavian because... <laughs> you can play as, well, you can play as Dracula. Like, you're Dracula. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're probably centuries old and still dressed like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could be a psychic vampire. Uh, a sparkle vampire. Oh, jeez. Or Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> you are literally <laughs> in the description. You're Tom Cruise. In order to research his role for Interview with a Vampire, Tom Cruise became an actual vampire. Like a normal vampire, you drink blood and can't go out in the sun. You're incredibly charismatic and have a movie career, probably. (laughs) But you also don't have very many vampire powers. That's beautiful. Fair. Um, (laughs) But vampire power is pretty. Pretty much. like Yeah, Tom Cruise uh, uh, starts with hypnosis. Nice. Huh. That Um, makes sense. Lovely. Bat. Yep. Bat. So... So we've been watching um, what we do in the shadows, and it's my favorite show. God. Have you seen the movie yet? I'm not. We're we're. I think we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it um, Wednesday evening. Because mm. I freaking love the movie, and for some reason, after the second episode of the TV series, I just wound up 
it's it wasn't even on i don't like this it was a con it was an unconscious like like it's when i when i was still using my tivo it sat on the tivo and never went anywhere so i don't know it's i don't know i don't remember the second episode but like there are some for like things are kind of funny and then things are kind of like generally entertaining and funny but then for me there's always like mm-hmm. one moment in in the the episode that just spikes just, it that just breaks my brain mm-hmm. and i just mm-hmm. i have to laugh for like 10 minutes straight yeah um like i mean like um like the episode where uh one of the where Matt Barry's character gets um he he gets um stunned while in bat form like someone hits him with a with a oh, tennis yes. racket <laughs> on bat form yeah and so he gets taken to animal control mm-hmm. yeah oh my god that episode was so great I I wanted to go I, I mean, I have to say, I wanted to go on a long production break only because that would mean that Matt Berry could do uh, Toast 4. Huh. That's the, he, he wants to do Toast of London Season 4, Toast in the hmm. U.S. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But, he, uh, but, but right now, um, he's involved in full production of what we do in the shadows, so. Yeah, it's kind of a, I mean, it's a cat, it, it's. I want and both I, of these things. Yeah, um, and, and now that Clem Fandango is, you know, in space for the Federation. Um, <laughs> Wait, back that one up. What? The, the actor is on, I, I think, Discovery? He, he's on a Star Trek show. Hmm. Well, he's not in Picard. Um, maybe, uh, maybe I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, haven't, I still don't have CBS All Access, so I haven't seen hmm. any of them. But I've heard that he has been he's on a Star Trek show, the the actor. We'll have to I look at it. I can't take that seriously. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh that's I mean good for him though. That's that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. He's 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 I mean, he's a good actor. He's funny. He's funny, yeah. Um uh, yeah, I don't know. So, like I said, um, uh, the 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 book is San Genero Co-op Digest, uh, Volume Two, and um, the the game is um, Unlife in the Shadows. I fully intend to run this. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I I think I'm gonna run it for um. I think I'm gonna run it for uh for Jess and Kay. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. you have to see how it goes. Yeah. Um. Like I just you know and maybe maybe uh well like okay like uh, like I don't know like, I'm just a big fan like my favorite episode so <laughs> far has been where Colin Ferguson gets a promotion. Oh God, yes, that was <laughs> this season I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, close second. Is, well, I mean, <laughs> Guillermo. Yeah. Oh, poor Guillermo. Especially this season. Poor, oh poor my god. Like, uh, oh. <laughs> well, well, we've still got to get the van back to Derek's mm-hmm. mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Folks, watch this show. It's funny. Yeah. It's, it's funny. It's on Hulu. Give it a watch. It's funny. Uh, yeah, so like I said, um, Please watch me stream. I would really appreciate it. Um, and I can I can attest it is definitely fun to watch. 
Oh, I remembered the one thing that I forgot to, to mention, which is that I caught up on DuckTales. Oh, yeah. Because it's a cartoon... Because it's a cartoon kind of kind of day, and the new the the, la- the latest season, the half season of Ducktales, because mm. they do that, they run like a bunch of episodes and then they stop for no apparent reason, and we'll get the back end of the season someday. Um, has been fantastic. It's been very interesting because the dynamic of the show has changed very much mm. with um, having Della Duck there as well. Um, but I'm not. That's... I won't go into detail because I've talked too long. <laughs> okay. No, I'm a big I mean, fan can... of that show because David Tennant is Scrooge McDuck. He is a very good Scrooge. He has actually managed to take the crown away from Alan Young, which I never mm-hmm. thought anyone would ever be able to do. Speaking of Doctor, I know we're, we need to wrap up, but speaking yeah. of Doctor Who, did yeah. you all see that there's going to be a trans companion um, for the eighth Doctor in one of the new audio productions? Uh, it doesn't surprise no. me. Um, oddly, I have not seen that, which is weird because I'm supposed to be signed up for Big Finish News. Uh-huh. Um, I, I mean, l- the Big Finish uh, Eighth Doctor Adventures have been fan-freaking-tastic. I love them so much, um, but I'm a few box sets behind. So um, that's great news. That's fantastic yeah. news. Yeah, so that's all I've got. So, hey, uh uh cassie where can folks find you uh, folks can find me at tip transformed on twitter um i also have a, a soundcloud but i haven't added anything to it in about over a month so <laughs> i won't it's cassandra miller on soundcloud Ooh. fran where can they find you and where can and what stuff can they buy by you Oh my God! Well, first of all, um, you can find the the fantastic Scarlands novel I wrote, co-wrote with my wife. If she does Vigilant. say so herself. Yep, Vigilant <laughs> through shadows and dreams. Hey, I labored on that damn book. Vigilant through shadows and dreams, book one. Uh, you can find it wherever fine ebooks are sold. You can get a print version on Drive Through Fiction. Um, also on Drive Through, you can get uh, our scarred lands adventure and i'll give you the exciting subtitle on that one. Oh boy what a what a what what a bloody ordeal thank you very much um uh which is all about uh uh exploring the blood sea and um try not to get too much of it in your mouth uh you can also get our scarred lands calendar there um I, I have various other short works of fiction around that you can probably find by looking me up on Amazon. And uh, finally, you can usually find me on Twitter where I dispense hugs, uh, information about trans stuff, and uh, links to various streams that I'm in that are also really entertaining. So keep an eye on me there where, at Ronalyn Valor. There we go. And you can find me on uh, Twitter at little underscore Lizzie 22. You can find me on Twitch at the same name. Uh, And uh, you can find Cassie, where can they find the podcast? Well, I mean, they can find the podcast uh, on uh, Facebook at Tabletop Transmissions, where we've been getting a lot of shares and likes lately. I don't know where they're coming from, but thank you very mm-hmm. much. Um, we, uh, You can get us on Podbean. You can get us on uh, iTunes. Um, if you listen to us on iTunes, please leave some kind of star to help us with their algorithm. 
Um, where can we find be found on Twitter? You can find us as at transmissions, but listen to how I spelled it because, as always, <laughs> I, spelled I spelled it wrong, it wrong. when I signed up for it. <laughs> we are <laughs> at T R A N S uh, M I S T I O N S. And any of the places that we mentioned that where we can be contacted, you can contact us with your questions, with your comments, with your complaints, with anything you'd like to contact us about um because i'm sure you have complaints about this episode um and um we would love to um answer reader questions or talk about reader comments uh on uh, on the air because or reader listener mm-hmm. <laughs> listener questions or comments on the air which would be really fun and remember you can also find me hiding under your deck probably <laughs> scaring your cat but on the bright side, you eat a lot of ticks every night, so... I do. I do eat a lot of ticks. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm that iron deficient. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Well, folks, it has been fun. We will catch you next week. Please stay safe. Stay frosty. Yes. Yep. And remember, we'll it's a marathon. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yep.